This week on Lazy Hollywood, we're reviewing the Italian job. Mini, mini, mini. Let's go. To make a film that's already been made, it's lazy. <laughs> it's lazy. Hmm. Lazy Hollywood. Hmm. Hmm. Lazy Hollywood. You're making a film that's already made, it's lazy. Hmm. Lazy Hollywood. Starring Doug sometimes. Only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Hey, welcome to Lazy Hollywood. We've got myself, Paul, and we've got Mikey and Nick again. Hey. This week we the um, Italian jobs. Nick, when did the first one come out? 1969. When was the remake? 2006. <laughs> 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 so it was 2006, right? <laughs> 2003. 2003. 2003. 2003. 2003. Ah, disappointment, disappointment. I got the 1969 one right. You did indeed. It's because it had 69 in it, didn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. 69, dude. 19, no, no, 19, 19, 19. Um, so where do you want to start? Start with the beginning of the Ridge? Yeah, let's run through the original quick. Casual. Get a bit of casual now, a bit of Ridge. Yeah. And then we'll move in to Noob and see what happens, on it? And see how the noob. two clash and collide. Um, who wants to dive us through? I can do that. Oh, go for it. So, original starts with our legendary actor Michael Caine as Charlie. Is it Croker or Crooker? It's Croker, isn't it? Croker, yeah, yeah, babe. So, it starts with him getting out of prison. Not so sure he's been in there for. Gets out, meets a, a nice girl with a uh, a really nice car. For some reason, it turns out it's the the Pakistani like prime minister's car. Then they then uh, apparently she doesn't like the way he's dressed, so they go to the tailor's. He gets a new suit and all that. Pretty simple. Then he picks up his old car, which is a nice Aston Martin. Oh yes. And he has got his like some hidden money inside, which he pays. Um, apparently, like this car's been in the. Uh, was it? Was it an impound or was it just a car park? Yeah, it's like a yeah a car park where they sort of look they looked after it. Yeah. So apparently you had like a few hundred pound, which back then was a lot of money, probably like yeah, two hundred quid, wasn't it? Yeah. So but he had plenty it. of money to pay him off. Yeah, it gave him. He just gave him what a cash. Geezer was really happy, and he drove off. So yeah, and after that he goes to a hotel, and his yeah, <laughs> his um girlfriend, we believe, I believe, I think it's his girlfriend. She gives him like. Well, it's a strange present for your girlfriend to give you. It's like 20 half-naked women. Is it strange, Nick? Is it strange? No. Ideal. <laughs> yes, it would be wonderful. <laughs> Any man can receive birthday candles. <laughs> um, yeah. I just wrote it, guys. I've, just, I've done a big blooper. A big blooper? I missed like, the main plot point of the beginner of the film. Okay. Minis? No, not even that. So in the opening bit of the film, you've got the Lamborghini, I can't remember, is it Mura or something, driving through the Italian oh, countryside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That chestnut. The good old... Yeah, because that's like with the opening credits, so yeah. then it was all... But then that's where I think both films try to sort of start sort of similarly with these sort of uh, credits rolling and everything. and the tri- yeah. But even though the original was rolling through the hills and yeah. it was in the car... They're both then, like the credits at the beginning of. Yeah, exactly. 
So he's running through the car, he goes through a tunnel, there is a digger. He goes straight into it and blows up. Then they push this car off the um the mountain. And then yes. later on we find out it's the mafia. Yeah. So skipping back forward to where we were. That's a nice welcome in welcome home present. He uh then after that he goes to a um a room that he got a letter, a note he found. It turns out it's the wife of the person who got killed in the beginning. Yeah, in the, the Lamborghini, yeah. right? Yes. And they make out as well. <laughs> yeah, because she didn't seem too upset that he actually yeah. uh, sort of died. And then William Michael Caine makes that little uh, joke yeah. about her being a, a widow. That's right, uh, yeah. yeah. So then and he's like, oh, yeah, it's slipped in there. E e multiple times. Right. <laughs> so after that, she gives him like a... Um, they discuss about their husband, about their husband, her husband. Turns out yeah. he had um, some ideas and plans he wanted to do about a heist. So he, she hands him like this reel, like this old film reel. Then he cuts to him on a like a milk cart. Yeah. And just looking through each individual frame. I guess it's, try it's trying to investigate what could possibly what could be, be on yeah. this. Uh, yeah. So he ends yeah. up, he ends up where he can. Uh, Ends up with a, an old projector, I suppose. It starts yep. watching this film. And, out, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, because yeah, cause in that bit as well, so it's, it's quite obvious that uh, Michael Caine, <coughs> Michael Caine's character knew uh, the guy because he, he already yeah. says, oh, so if, you, if you're watching this, Croker, then this means I'm dead. Yeah. And then it says, then I want you to finish this That's job. Right. So yeah, it turns out there's um, a lot of gold about four million dollars worth of gold that's going to get transported and he planned to um, take it from I think it was from the uh, Chinese, Chinese wasn't, it? wasn't it it was like a, uh, a the, the Chinese and the Italians were doing some sort of trade deal or something that was like the, yeah because then because the, then uh, also then Michael Caine breaks into back into prison that's right. and sees the head honcho that runs the prison and uh I forgot his name actually. What was his name in it? Uh, Mr. Was it Mr. Bridger? Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, just a little bit before that though. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. After that, after him explaining about all the, his plan and what they're going to do about the heist, he goes like back to his apartment and starts getting all his tools, and he, he's just talking to his tools and like giving them names and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> Haven't used you in a long time or something. But it's like, well, I haven't taken used you on a night out in a long time or something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. One of the lions for his grappling hook. Yeah, yeah. Then after that, Mr. Bridge is like really weird because he's like some sort of like super criminal. Yeah. He's allowed to do what he wants in the prison. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think the thing with that was quite interesting with that whole character is yeah. that how 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 patriotic i guess he is oh, he's yeah. very he like loves um, the queen yeah and um yeah i just thought that was uh, again this is but, a very british film yeah exactly and i think that is like the whole uh, uh what like a, a big point that comparing these two like the original and the remake yeah. then there's a, you can see like a massive difference between oh, it God, yeah. So, but like, not not saying that it's a bad thing or whatever. We'll get to our thoughts on the both of the films. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, from the outset, this is a very British film. Again, it being 1969, yeah. of course it would. 
69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69. Right. So, uh, after that, again, like you were saying, he uh, breaks into the prison to talk to Mr. Bridger because he wants he wants people to work with him to uh, so we can do this heist. Yeah, he sort so of wants like that sort of sponsorship for, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants from Mr. Bridger. Yeah, so we can afford... And then, <coughs> yeah, because he has to obviously get all the equipment... Yeah. Uh, setting up and planning, and obviously uh, people to help him do the heist. Uh, yeah, so he needs his backing basically. And uh, yeah, but then Mr. Bridger doesn't really take too kind to him breaking into his no. prison and uh, disrupting Using his, his toilet time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was quite that was quite entertaining. Yeah. Then after that, he um, Mr. Bridger starts talking to like the warden of the. Uh... Yeah, he he's, goes in. He's and basically just about... turning him off. Yeah, about exactly. security at the prison. <laughs> he was like, uh, and the warden was the guy from uh, Dad's Army, the oh. original Dad's Army. Okay. Don't know if any of you watched that, but I watched it, but I can't really remember it. It was just um, one of those things. Yeah, one of those ones. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then he complains about uh, people breaking into prison, but then he doesn't. He doesn't say who it was, so he said, oh, do you recognise the guy who broke yeah, in? Yeah, so like, no, I haven't I haven't seen him before. So that leads into, like, there's some interest in Tobacco mm. King's character. There's still a loyalty among yeah. thieves and criminals and, yeah. The underworld. Indeed. But after that, it cuts to pretty much his, um, Kroger's girlfriend arriving home and she finding there's a couple oh, of girls. Yeah, because, um, uh... Who's a fella in the prison again, the head honcho guy? Bridger. Because he puts a hit out on him, doesn't he? He says, I'll beat yeah, him up, yeah. but don't don't kill him, but just yeah. rough him over, basically. Yeah. And then that's where you see him go back to the apartment, yeah. and then there's the two girls in there with him. Yeah. And and uh, Kroker was saying, like, it was fine the last time the girls were... It wasn't just you as other girls, but that was her present to him, so... Yeah, exactly. That was like a one-off. And she's hitting him with, like, a teddy bears and stuff yeah yeah she just start, start, starts launching a massive attack on him so yeah but then there's like henchmen turn up Mr. Bridges henchmen turn up that's it and they have like a little fight scene yeah punches were thrown <laughs> boom 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 and then uh, well yeah so then then they kind of go back when he's like is he a dentist or something I don't know he's doing something Oh yeah, they're all sitting around playing cards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, cause, uh, so sitting around playing cards. But then, what was it? Because uh, then they go back to his uh, his cell, and then that's when he grabs a newspaper as well, and then opens it up, and then that's where you see. That was a little bit the... before. Yeah, that was when uh, before the um, the before the card scene. scene. Oh. One of the um, prisoners' hands, Mister Bridger. Like a picture of the Queen and like the newspaper. Then oh, okay, he walks yeah, yeah. into his room and there's just the Queen everywhere. Yeah. And then he flips over the newspaper and it says about all the, the Chinese and the... It's like a hundred million dollar deal or something. Yeah. China. So then, uh, yeah, yeah, so then, then you it get... cuts back to the yeah, card cut... scene. Yeah. And then that's where he says to... What was the guy's name? Um, uh, was it something... Camp something, was it? or Camp Freddy? Camp Freddy, that's it, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they, they tell him to basically go back and uh, get him. Or do, do, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, that's such a sixties name for a character, Camp Freddy. <laughs> Camp Freddy. You like that, Paul? Didn't you, Camp Freddy? No, oh, I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. I just, I was really, I was really mixed with the original. It just did. Um... I love this film personally. I'm not gonna lie. I do. Like it didn't do much for me, and I feel really bad. Uh, it's, it's. I think the reason I like it so much is because my parents like all these old films. I kind of grew up with all of them, so yeah. it's, it's always been yeah. there for me. I mean, I feel like it should be like a, a staple of like the culture that you know Italian job, but for some reason it just, just couldn't click with it at all. No problem. I think I think like the thing with the film is that <laughs> I don't know. I guess like you know there was there was you know there's a massive like time period between the two films and like. Um, Filmmaking back then, like the standards of like films and everything, was very different in the way. Oh yeah, so like the whole storylines would roll, like you know, and just like the method of recording. I mean, it's just, sorry, Deban. Uh, it's the same as uh, music as well, though. Like any media back then was completely different to what we got today. Yeah, yeah. but you also like sort of find. I feel like you find with a lot of the older, older films that there's there's not that much like sort of well there's there's not as much dialogue in um i mean it's not the stories are more simple it's just the fact that yeah it's, yeah, it's uh, i mean back then the movie making thing was still kind of coming up it was it only been there for like i just feel um i don't know i don't want to say i felt it was like dragged out but it just um yeah it just did it didn't do a lot for me like the original one I wanted to like really enjoy it, but I don't know. You just I, underst- I understand like the cult following and yeah. why people were loving it all, but yeah, just think about it. Just I couldn't, just, I couldn't click with it. Yeah, I think that's sort of uh, it's all sort of understandable because I remember I remember watching it ages ago, and then well, as we've reviewed it again, so watching it again, and then uh, yeah, I was a bit well, I don't know, I enjoyed it because like. You know, it felt like watching it for the first time again. But at the same time, there was a. It's just, it's just like a real different period of time when like films were shot, and then I don't. Know, yeah, <clears throat> I don't. Know, yeah, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> like I don't. Know, I think it sort of uh, will remain in that sort of period for everyone that sort of grew up watching it. Yeah. Like it'll be it'll be a massive thing then. Like now you can sort of still appreciate it, but yeah. it was it's not as massive now oh. as it was back then. I bet it's, it's, it's a movie, even if you haven't seen it, everyone's heard of the Italian. Yeah, exactly. I, I do. It's one of them. I think the way that I, I feel about it, in a nutshell, is I think the name is bigger than the film. If, if you hear Italian job, the, the name sort of is bigger than the film itself. Everyone yeah. knows job, but not everyone necessarily knows the film. about the film Italian yeah, job. Yeah. And it's kind they of just bizarre. know it's... They know a couple of bits. It's like you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's a big. Exactly. Thing Everyone knows key scenes, and you're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's this, it's that, and it's an Italian job. But it's sort of, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like to a lot of people, like where, as you know the name, like they automatically think it's a classic. But then people might not necessarily watch it either because they're just like, oh yeah, so it'd be one of those classic ones that you know you'll get around to watching eventually. I mean, it's a state of like you almost don't need to watch it. Because you, mm. everyone knows about it. It's kind of yeah. yeah it feels to me this film's like people wearing Ramones t-shirts. Yeah. You know, everyone's like you see people wearing Ramones t-shirts when they don't even know any Ramones songs. <laughs> it's just it's just yeah. a cool t-shirt to wear, and that's what I feel about this film. Everyone's like, oh, the Italian job. It's a classic. When you think, I don't know. It just um, I get it. It was. I, cool. I get the t-shirt thing. 
like some people wear this, some t-shirts, it's like they don't have a clue what that means. Yeah, it's mainly like band t-shirts. They just think they're cool to wear. And I find that with this film, I think the name of it is bigger than the actual film itself. It's just, um, it's, it's hard. I don't know, I just didn't click with it. I love the. I know you do, Nick. I know you do. Yeah. I wanted to, mate. I really did, but... It's fine. You don't need to like it. But, but I did yeah. quite like the remake. Whereas... It was completely like... I really... Well, I went into it, and I thought I was going to hate it. I thought it was just going to be just stupid, Americanized, normal stuff. But I found myself enjoying bits. Yeah, because it, it isn't a bad film to watch. It's a, you know, it's a quite a, an easy watch, I'd say. But at the same time, it was still quite interesting. And there was enough of a, like a, a storyline in there to sort of like trap you in and then get you hooked. And yeah, so I thought it was actually also pretty, pretty decent myself. Yeah, as a standalone film, I thought it was a really cool film. I really did. I found it enjoyable. Again, I don't know if it needed the name Italian job. I get it, uh, yeah. like marketing, yeah. especially with like minis and stuff like that. We'll get to all that, I think, but yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't needed. But no, as a standalone film, I thought it was, um, I thought it was a good film. Yeah, I would agree with that. I like. Yeah, it's not a bad film. It's not like the world's best film, but it's an enjoyable film. Yeah, I but just then thought... I then I agree. It shouldn't. It didn't need to be called Italian Job. But no, I mean, I mean, with some of these remakes. Some of them are remakes. Yeah. This is purely like it was done to be like a cash cow. They attached a famous name to it, hoping that you could attract 85% of the fan base I mean, to just rekindle it. It's almost like, I know this is a completely different type, but it's almost like the Point Break remake in a sense that it had little bits from the old film in it, but it was a standalone film. It didn't need to be called Point Break. A point Break is Oh, damn, that's yeah. a terrible film. <laughs> it's fucking... But that was just like, um, that's where they got it all wrong with Point Break. Yeah. But with the Italian job, they got it right in making it, you know, even it had the name, but at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a remake of the original. Well, I didn't yeah. forget the same story for a start. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Point Break just ended up insulting itself. Yeah. That was its yeah. Italian job. It's a, it's a decent standalone film, the remake. I really do think it was. It, but it just could have been a different film. Although... But, Although, I think I did drag out a little bit too much. Um, yeah, I'd go with that. Because it was almost two hours long. There was a lot of filler in there, unnecessary. Hence you mean, one, I suppose this is really a great opportunity to start talking about it. I guess you've yeah. been very... Yeah, I've mean, gone pretty much to the first half an hour of the uh, first one, so let's bounce. Right. So the remake basically starts in Venice. Yep. You've got um, a Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Marky Can Mark. I just make a quick co- comment about this film? Yeah, go for it. They've got quite a lot of like big actors in it, kind of all mashed together. Yeah, because what? What you, you got uh, Mark Wahlberg, you got Jason uh, Statham, you got Moss Def in there. Yep. Uh, yes. Who's the guy? So you got guy Seth from... Green. You've got. That's it. Uh, what was her name? I can't, I can't ever pronounce. I thought it was um a really weird combination of actors. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, yeah. I mean, Don's, Seth Green. Donald Sutherland oh. as well. Yeah, I thought it was a really weird like combination. I mean, it worked, but it just when you just saw them sort of turn up, you're like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The was it? How do you know pronounce her name? Charlie's Theron. Let's call her Charlie's if it makes Charlie's. you happy. Charizard. Her name is. Charizard. Got those Pokemon joke, uh, Pokemon Go jokes. <laughs> no, so yeah, so basically, it started off in Venice. It um, old sort of Wahlberg walk around, John. 
Yep. That's the character's name, wasn't it? He was, he was basically saying he's so proud of him and it's a big job and, you know, don't get him for, is it don't get him for greed or whatever it was? Or, yeah, yeah. And they sort of uh, cracked on with that. It led them to, like, the job, which was, like, well-organised and they were going to go in there, paint the explosive on the roofs on, like, different floors. The safe was going to fall through in a nutshell, wasn't it? But they were going to trick the uh, police and the criminals that were guarding. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a prime example of, like, dragging it out. The boat, the boat chase when they got the safe, oh, yeah. it didn't need to be that long. It could have been shortened. They just wanted, like, a really good boat action. Yeah, so they painted the ceilings, they blew it up, the safe dropped straight into the water. A decoy safe went into the boat, the boat sped off, the police and everyone chased this boat with a fake safe while they could work underwater and get the goals. I think it was about 35 million. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 35 million. Yeah, so 35 million worth of gold bars. They were like getting out and shoveling off and then shimming while everyone was chasing this um, other boat. So that was good. They had the money. They went and sat in the snow for a little while to celebrate. Well, I was watching Point Break again. Throw <laughs> <laughs> someone off the mountain for no reason. No, they, they did that and they drove off. Never driving off a car and they were like, what's going on? Um, Steve, who was part of the group, turned on them basically stole the money for him, shot John, killed him, and then um, pretty much pushed the... Um... Oh, yeah, well, uh, then Jason oh, Slavin drove yeah. them off the, the bridge. Drove, you know, they drove off the bridge, and um, they had, like, um, oxygen under there, which was a touch. Yep. Yeah. From their previous job they just finished. Yep, so they were hiding out underneath there. John floated to the surface because he was dead. And, yeah, that was it. Steve had got away the money, and they were all left. And I thought it was, um, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good scene. Yeah, because then uh, it goes into, then it says, oh, X amount of years later, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. I like the um, soundtrack in it as well. I thought it was some good songs. It did have it? some really good songs. Mm. I thought also, it played along nicely. Also, I didn't realise um, John, played by Donald Sutherland, his second name was Bridger in the film. Bridger. Bridger. Oh, was it? Which is, yeah, it was John Bridger. And his daughter was uh, Stella Bridger. So it was kind of like using that name from the... Uh, Original. Yeah, and Bridger, because Bridger was the guy in... Yeah, Mr. Bridger. He didn't have his first name, it's just called Mr. Bridger. Yes. No, so, yeah, so it went on like that, and then they, they basically... It was all based around them trying to hunt down Steve and get him back. And it was partly because he killed John, and partly because they wanted the rest of the monies they could get. So, I think that's a solid pull shoot into the film. It was a, I think it was a good opening, yeah, but again, like you said, boat scene was dragged out a little bit too long. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's there's like detail. I mean, the boat scene went on a little bit, and there's there's a few sort of little details and that. But overall, it was, a it was pretty time. decent. Yeah, it was, it was nice. I mean, I like the idea when like Steve sort of turned on him because I thought you don't normally get that kind of stuff. It's just I don't know. You just assume they'd be on the run for the rest of the film. I mean, yeah, un unlike um, the original where they used the mafia as the bad guys, <clears> they kind of had kind of yeah, a they side had job. Yeah, One of their had... friends turned on them. And then I guess that what they ended up using the Ukrainian mafia, though, wasn't it? Yeah, they did eventually use the mafia. In the but not, not. I don't think that you know. I don't. I guess it was a bit like you might not have needed to use that, but at the same time, having a bit of that connection in there as well rolls through, and it doesn't take up a massive portion of the film, so it wasn't. It wasn't oh, no. too bad in that yeah. sense. Then uh, after yeah, after that scene, it cuts to. Um... John's, well, I was about to say John's wife, <laughs> John's daughter, uh, Stella, who um, turns out is a, like a uh, a professional crack safe, crack safe for the like the police. They, yeah. Yeah, if they, they need to get into a safe, they hire her to uh, do it. 
And she has uh, an old mini as well. Yeah, I thought that was a nice mini. little nod. There were a couple, unlike Point Break, the nods in this film to the old film were pretty good, I think. Yeah. yeah they were actually really good. Yeah, because they, they were very... Uh, they were very small, they were very subtle, but yeah, you exactly. could recognise them. It's similar to what they'd done in um, Robocop, wasn't it? It was just like a couple of like, they'd use similar lines and stuff like that. So, yeah. But Robocop remake, <laughs> it wasn't that great. Yeah, no, that was shit as well. This, yeah. I think, so they're still trying to do some of the lines and stuff like that, where they tried to connect it through that, but... I'd buy that for a dollar. Exactly. Well, yeah, but he wouldn't even say that, he said... You'd buy that for a dollar. That's the thing. So they tried to connect. But this one was just more like, it wasn't so in your face. It no, was no. just, they, they didn't still lying. Be no. like, um, if they had something blown up and it goes, oh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Yeah. Everyone would be like, well, fuck off. You're not really? to, you don't need to say that line again. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's because, it like, like, I was just saying, it's because um, it's like, you don't want, you want people to remember the current film, not the old. It's like you're yeah. watching the new film. You don't want to thinking of the old film yeah and i think this is where the re this remake has actually done in a pretty good way yep. it it was just nothing like any of the other films we've compared so far um yeah yeah I mean, so it, spoiler alert so spoiler if you don't want to listen it's probably the best oh. remake so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'd go with that i mean i think what they did was i think they used enough sort of nods from the original to make a compelling trailer yeah to make you think that it's similar. Mm. Yeah. So minis and stuff like that, so you'd see it on the trailer and you think, oh, it's like really like the original. The Robin, you know, but once you sort of watch it, you think, no, it's not actually that, it's not like it at all. Yeah. Because I guess it's like, because there's that massive um, gap in time, time between the two. You can yeah. even like see them as two separate films in a sense where, yeah, the Italian job in 1969 and then in 2003, there was another Italian job that happened. And, you know, so it wasn't like, oh, we're trying to copy that one. It's just like throughout history and stuff, yeah, stuff yeah. things do repeat themselves. And you had one later on that was similar. I mean, in yeah, was certain like, senses. that was uh, I wasn't sure. But the way they did the nods, it was almost like it was either set in like the same universe because later on in the film I said we're going to do it like the Italian job yeah. or either like the film in their universe but well, the, the film I mean there was a scene where the film was in the film was in the film <laughs> the old the old film was in the new remake so it's like that film existed oh yeah because he was sitting there watching his big ass TV and then you see Michael yeah, Caine on you it, see Michael it? Caine yeah. so it was like in this film the old Italian job was a film and they're just taking some ideas from that yeah, I mean, I like that. I thought it was like a bit of an Easter egg, wasn't it? That was, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's, again, nods. I think that's how you should do a, a nod to the old film. Yeah, I mean, like I, I still maintain that I don't think it needs to be called the Italian job. Oh, God, no. Nah. I mean, I, again, I, little rant, I mean, apart that's, from... That's still a big talking point in itself. It didn't need to be called the Italian job. They could have just called it anything else. The job American Italy. job. Yeah. The revenge job or something, because it was a revenge job. I mean, yeah. again, again, I think the main problem for me, the reason it's called the Italian job, because only the beginning part of the movie was in Italy. And yeah, the, but... And the rest, the next hour and, like, I don't know, I suppose it was the next hour and, like, 20 minutes were in the America. Yeah, I know. But the foundation was all based in Italy. Oh, so God, yeah, yeah, in Venice. They, yeah. could, they could get away with calling it that. Just about. When, like, Point Break just didn't make any sense. No. <laughs> that was uh, hilarious. 
I do love it if people be listening to this, but like three weeks later, just <laughs> fucking get over point break. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about years. That's like, so far, it's like the pinnacle of how to not to do a remake. Yeah, exactly. And I guess it's just like, you know. And it's, it's something we'll keep coming back to, probably. Unless we just, find a just, worse remake. Yeah, I just feel every week at some point, I just need to bring up how shit point break was. So but people rem- I would like to see, like, meet someone that actually thinks like that's a really good film or if this is the first one they're listening to yeah. go back to episode two listen to point break yes it's nice you know it works both ways doesn't it and then just watch the original and don't bother watching the remake yeah, no, yeah. if you want to watch the remake only watch the trailer because <laughs> it's got the best bits of the film in it yeah. Yeah. Nah. anyway <laughs> this is happened. what we're doing save your time <laughs> anyway so this true. is the italian job Anyway, it's Italian job, isn't it? What's happening in this yeah. Right, right, let's do this, let's do this. Work right, so, so what, um, we're sort of both caught up so far now, so we've done like the first like half hour, maybe a little bit more of the original, yeah, and now, more. and we've uh, sort of, have we caught up now, do you reckon? Oh, uh, almost. So, uh, All right. so let's catch I'll, up I'll with it how off, far. So, yeah. so yeah, so she works, well, she works with the police cracking safes, and she goes back to her shop, Croker appears, he wants... He wants to get payback on, um, what was his face? I can't believe I forgot his name. Uh, Steve, wasn't it? Steve, yeah. Steve. Steve. He wants to get payback on a revenge for Steve. Again, he Steve. doesn't really want the gold. That's just a bonus he wants. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it was like making him like hurt as well, wasn't it? It's yeah. a sort of, and what was the best way of hurting him the most? It was just getting his gold, uh, taking the gold off him. That was his plan. So, I mean, after that, it's kind of getting the gang together, isn't it? The next like five to ten minutes of all the uh, yeah, all I mean, the people. Yeah, back. Sorry, go on. It's like <laughs> just like all the people, and also with when all the people that join the gang, they have like a mini uh, flashback to the as them as kids because apparently they're all friends as kids and how they got their nicknames. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like that. It was a nice touch how everyone got that, their nicknames. That's, I mean, that's that's when it gets weird with the name the Italian Joe because. I'd, I'd give it that the whole story is based from an incident that happened in Italy, so you can warrant it. But it was very much like they felt like they had to get the Italy bit out of the way. And once that was done, they could then start the movie. Yeah. So that was like what they had to do to get to the movie. The movie was about finding this guy and getting revenge, which is then when they started saying, oh, this is like so and so. Like, you know, bang, flashback about him and all that. So that was, um, it was good, but it was a weird way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was like. It's like they almost filmed the whole film, didn't know what to call it. Oh wait, oh wait, we could use this as the Italian job and put re-recorded the like the beginning. Yeah, basically, it could have just started the basic backstory, but yeah, I, st- I don't know what's anyway, doing. It's a small point, but it's a valid point, I think. So yeah, the gang gets together. Who have we got in the gang, people? Do you remember their names? <laughs> I know they're. Uh... <laughs> oh, we got handsome Rob. Handsome was it? Rob, played by Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Um, you got Napster. You got the, the Napster. That was uh, well. Seth at Green. first, yeah, Seth Green. But then it, it goes through that little point where um, they call him. I can't even remember what his original name is because then he has a little uh, Lyle. little Lyle? yeah, that's, Lyle? yeah. And then he gets his little strap on and he says, like, "No, you have to call me the Napster." Yeah. So that was, that was quite funny though. <laughs> then you got Left um, Ear. Yeah. Oh, um, you know who you reminds me of? The guy out of um, Red Dwarf. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cat. Cat, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's just face kind of just kept reminding me of cat. Yeah. And so that's that's fine. That's fine. So. Then later yeah. on, you've got the other member who's yeah. called Wrench, who's a mechanic. 
Yeah, he's the one that soups up their minis for him. Was he in Saw? One of the Saw films, Saw Two. I think he's in like Saw Five or something like that. He's uh, yeah, in Saw the house. Two and Saw Three. Oh, two and three. Yeah. Oh right. I thought it was Xavier, isn't he? Oh, here we go. He's only in one of them, wasn't he? That's in two. In in number three, sorry, in number three, he's just a corpse though. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I you thought see his dead yeah. body in number three. Yeah, because he was the one who randomly started trying to cut the back of everyone's neck off, didn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And he threw that chicken to that pool of needles, didn't he? That's right. Oh, brick, wasn't he? In Italy. In Italy. In Italy. In Italy. <laughs> All right. Well, I we're doing well in this one. We just keep going off track to talk about every other film apart from the Italian deal. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so we reel it back in. All right, so you got Wrench. We've got Wrench. Uh, we've got, we've got basically the main team now. Then it yep. just goes, each one has a little backstory of how they got their uh, their nickname, like Left Ear. He put some like bombs in the toilet and he became deaf and stuff like that. It's just a little bit like that. Yeah. I mean, that brings us pretty much to, after that scene, that's pretty much in terms of time. That's Yeah, because then that would relate, or, but then it relates to the part where in the original, then, you know, he's getting his group together and that's when they start testing how they're going to do the job and everything. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, if we switch back to the original, because we're so, yeah. it's the same. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so I, I suppose, I think I already yeah. know what Paul's uh, going to be, but what did you prefer out of the two movies, beginning-wise? I mean, I liked the beginning. I liked just the paint and the explosive on the ceiling. I thought it was really cool. I like that particular I mean, bit. did you like both begins, or did you just like one, or did you? Think? Yeah, I mean, right. This is the problem, yeah, because I'd only ever seen bits of the original Italian job, yeah. but I've always heard about how amazing it was. So my expectations were higher. Couldn't, couldn't live up to what it was going to be. Yeah. So I think that's where I was disappointed when someone constantly tells you, "Oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. You have to watch it. It's amazing." It puts itself. I mean, if you could like take me and put me back to when it sort of came out and be in that place. Yeah. I probably fucking love it to bits. Oh yeah, but I can't do that. I can only watch it today, That's and it, it just didn't live up to the hype for me. Unless you get a hot top time machine. <laughs> well, exactly, and twenty women. So, would you say you're Two. disappointed, or do you think it was just like overhyped? I thought it was just. I thought it was all right. It was, I thought it was right. just all right. Just all right. Okay. I thought right. It was, it, I mean, it's a good film. I'd watch it. It was just nothing special to you, basically. Yeah, it, it didn't blow me away. I thought it was going to be this complete like just epic like classic you know mm. and it just didn't it just didn't it was just a good film mikey what are your thoughts on the original yeah i don't know i guess it was a bit like sort of similar with paul where you know even though i saw it ages ago i couldn't really remember it but then what going back to it i thought oh, okay yeah so this must be like you know obviously it's a classic everyone knows the lines from it yeah. well the one of the most famous lines from it but I thought at the same time, I don't know, it it was it was definitely it was good for that film. It was just a, it was a good intro, it was something different I guess, and then you know, it sort of led into a bit of action stra- straight from the beginning. Yeah. And you get sort of introduced to his character straight away and yeah. So I thought yeah, I thought it was actually pretty good. Um like not trying to sort of compare it in a sense to the new one because it, I think they are very different in their own ways, yeah. but 
like for that film, I, I thought it's, good, it's definitely a good intro. Whereas um, my, I'm going to be a bit biased because again, I've grown up with this film. Yeah, yeah. My parents, so. Yeah, I, I think I think both. It's weird. I think my judgment was purely based on expectations. Yeah. Yeah, just because enough. of things like the Point Breaks, the Robocop, I just assumed the remake would be shit. Yeah. So going into it, I was ready just to rip it apart. Yeah, but you found yourself uh, enjoying it. Basically. But I kind of sat there and thought, do you know what? This actually ain't, isn't too bad. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because it caught me off guard. I was expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. complete flop like some of the other ones we've seen. But in this one, I actually sat there and thought, do you know what? It's not going to change my life. I probably won't watch it again. But I'm happy I've seen it. Yeah. While the original, it was the other side where I was expecting it just to be this completely like different, amazing, yeah. you know, shouldn't even be in the same conversation kind of film. And it just couldn't live up to my own personal expectations. Yeah. That's fair enough to say. I think that's where I went with it. I thought it's good, but I just, he I just, just thought he it, just, be... it thought it was going to be better. But then, yeah, so then now it comes to where, like, Nick's just saying about he's going to be biased, but, like, you know, growing up with it, so then you remember it from nearer the time, so then that that holds holds its value there. I mean, it's so. because it's I've watched it so many times before the remake. Yeah, so. and um, so then you sort of got the full um, appreciation of, like, you know yeah. how pe- yeah. how many people liked that film and oh, what yeah. it meant to them and everything like that. So you you, you knew that already from the get go. Yeah. Where um, you know where so where you go back and watch it and if you haven't seen it and like we're doing it like now, then I guess you you could like you can understand Paul's feelings where he's a bit let down. Or oh yeah, yeah, not, completely. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah. Again, I mean, from the opening, the two openings of each film, uh, they're very much a product of their time. Yeah. From the way it, from the way it's filmed and from the characters, the music, obviously. Um, I can completely understand if people not necessarily don't like a film that old, but don't think think it's like more of an average film because it's so old. It's like yeah, because obviously back then technology and that wasn't that great, and filming was probably only about. 50 odd years old yeah actually yeah just uh sorry <laughs> you can just remember the part of the original that i absolutely loved really <laughs> so i mean go on finish us and then I'll, I'll, I'll explain what i thought was hilarious <laughs> no go 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 i've finished everything i've got to say. all right well i thought i thought because you know so then they start getting their their groups together yes. and then in the original then they have to get the guy that knows everything about technology with. oh him yeah, i love him <laughs> benny hill who is yeah like, a legend and then it was just like you know he was just exploiting his whole love for the larger lady <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was hilarious it was just like constantly looking at these like the i large mean i mean like, again he pr- is like um yeah i mean he lives with his mum apparently he's like an like one of the world's best like electrical because i mean the computers were really early back then i mean they're like yeah but he was like one of the famous people who knew everything about computers and I needed him to uh, s- uh, mess with the traffic lights later on in the film. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he had a weakness and that was for the larger lady. <laughs> yeah. He lets his girl BBW. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he got in trouble because he lived with his mum and their um, like, maid rather big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she caught them uh, together. <laughs> So yeah. uh, she got him committed to like uh, some sort of uh, not necessarily like uh, like a treatment or like mental hospital, but just somewhere away from. I suppose yeah. no. He, I think they kind of thought he was a bit 
weird and insane. Yeah, yeah, but I thought, yeah, I thought that was brilliant. I love that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and in the hospital, they're trying to convince. Then he he goes to the window, points down to his car, and there's just two like larger ladies waving. <laughs> Yeah, and he's, then he's like, he's in. It doesn't matter like, how much yeah. they could, they could just give him ten pounds. But then you know, yeah. he sees these two girls. It's like, right, whatever it is, I mean, yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was quite brilliant. But then it's just like, it was nice as well. I don't know. <laughs> I it's something really good about that. I mean, you know? I think one big different thing from each film is the original. I don't know whether it's because it was a product at this time, but was had a bit more comedy behind it than the uh, the remake. Yeah, the, re- the remake felt a little bit more serious because of the way the story was. Yeah, and not that it's a bad thing, but then that's like another thing what makes this quite interesting reviewing this film is it wasn't a bad thing that you know it didn't have like those same oh, no. com- comedy em- elements or anything, or you know they didn't have to have any sort of like classic one-liners or anything. Well, the story so, didn't need it. That's yeah, exactly. Because whereas it, in, I mean, in, in a nutshell, the the main story in the original was a bunch of guys getting together, having a laugh, robbing a bank, or robbing, making a heist, robbing the guard. Whereas in the uh, remake, it was like a personal revenge story of trying to uh, get revenge on someone that betrayed him. That betrayed him, yeah. I mean, again, hence why the Italian job is a slightly strange name, but you know, we've we've touched on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I still don't think the name was that really warranted? It's obvious what they were trying to do. I just, I just don't think it suits the film. Didn't need it. Yeah, I guess it, it I guess it did and it didn't because it still had. Well, but then if it wasn't called the Italian Job and if they still used the minis in it, yeah. and then still use like because in both films then they exploit the like whole, you know, well, or they use the whole. Um, we're gonna use the trap like control the traffic to get this heist yeah, done right. properly and stuff so you know uh, where it took just elements from each so it's it, yeah it's, it's a tough one but at the same time it's just that as it wasn't a bad remake and or whatever so yeah. i think it, it gets away with it yeah again because it was a completely different story yeah if it followed through the same story it being like a, a bunch of lads but really serious trying to rub this gold it wouldn't have fitted at all i don't think yeah yeah i'll go with that but anyway, going back to the uh, the original story, just to speed through it a bit. So yeah, they they get the the scientist, uh, they're like uh, computer scientists. Who is what was his name? Uh, <laughs> Peach. Oh, uh, that was it. Peach Benny Hill. Oh okay. <laughs> so I just got that scene in my head of him looking at the car. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfectly fine. That yeah. Is. So um, yeah. So I get a group together. Uh, start something, making plans. Something else happens. That, uh, well, then they, because um, then they report back to um, Bridges as well, didn't they? And that they're playing him the video of like uh, oh, what what they plan to do, yeah, where they yeah, plan yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, they go through each individual member, and and that's that's also when Bridges spots the guy from the mafia as well. Oh, that was earlier. How was it? Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. Um, I think that was. Okay. Um, I don't think it was. No, no, that's right. That happens a little bit later, I think. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, after, because they're they're sending him, you know, also, like, they... they, Yeah, no, that happens a little bit later, yeah. So they go through the, uh, like, each member and all that stuff. Yeah. They do the testing with the minis. That's right. uh, You know, they crash a few, and then that bridge is like, what, they've crashed crashed them, blah, blah, blah. 
And um, yeah, that's right. Then, yeah, then after that scene is when he uh, sits down and watches the video. Yeah. And that's when they no- he notices the mafia is after. Yeah, because I thought I thought that was just uh, I don't know. I think it was quite funny, you know. So playing him back a video, and I think it, is it Camp Freddy that's like commentating to yeah, yeah yeah the thing. But then it's just like it seems like he's sort of doing it as like a a news performance. Yeah. And like he's he's telling all the plans out loud in crowded yeah. places, and people like you know could walk past and be like. Hang on a sec, is this guy planning a robbery or what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> or what? Yeah, so I thought that was quite funny in that uh, sense. So, yeah. Uh, but then uh, Mr. Bridgerton says, is like, we need a funeral because he needs to meet with everyone to discuss yeah. about the mafia. Yeah, exactly. So they'll have a little discussion about the mafia. Then that's when they arrive in Italy. That's kind of kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah, because uh, I guess like going off of... Um, you know how it's quite a British film as well, because then yeah. they sort of also mentioned that that'll be the perfect time because that's when uh, England are playing Italy as well yeah, in a right, football yeah. match. Yeah, so it's like a... yeah, and then that's where then it goes into using like traffic and everything as well. And so, the England fans to help. Yeah, so they they won't be spotted as easy yeah. by one the mafia and two um, the police and yeah. stuff. So yeah, so after that scene. Uh... They arrive in Italy with their nice Jaguar Z types and Aston Martins, but they meet against the Mafia. Yeah. Who basically destroys their cars, <laughs> leaves them walking. With yeah, because all the, the fast cars were supposed to be their backup plan to yeah. get away in case like anything goes wrong with the minis. Yeah. Or they just have to get out like. of there. Yeah. He destroys their cars, pushes them off course, and they're just stranded in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And then, <laughs> sorry. So yeah, then yes. after that the Matthew's just talking with a bunch of his friends and this American guy. Yeah. And um then that's when they start initiating their plan because uh Croker throws a bike's bicycle into the the electrical uh power plant thing to yeah. cut all the electricity power. Out, power out for yep. so the rest of them could go into the traffic control place and switch Switch uh, a reel. Switch a uh, reel in the computer. Yeah. I mean, we're getting yeah, pretty much to the end of this now. <laughs> yeah, because I thought that's quite funny as well when they put the reel in, there's just like noises that it was yeah, making. Yeah, it's like, like making strange noises, like ticks or something. Yeah, I can't even uh, remember what the noises were, but that was just like... It was a unique noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A unique noise. So yeah, so after that scene, Croker sends his girlfriend away because he's worried about her. He doesn't want oh, to yeah. happen to her. So, yeah, because they're at the airport the same time that the gold the Chinese, lands yeah, by the, the Chinese. Chinese. gold lands. So it's kind of, it's almost like uh, just having a look to see what it is. Yeah. Uh, Seeing how much you've got to deal with and everything like that, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, then there's another funny scene coming up after that. But So, yeah, so you, they're like in this like big old mansion kind of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they <laughs> big old mansion waiting. Uh, he sent them like to tidy up and all that because they need to get out of there because they're starting the job. So he goes through like the plan one more time. Yep. And he's like and saying, then... uh, he's also saying they're all wearing gloves because he doesn't want any fingerprints left. So they and they also burn out all their stuff. Get rid of all the evidence. Yep. Then after that, it it shoots back to a uh, good old Mr. Peach who uh, follows this rather large lady on a tram, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he helps her on the tram. With his hands on her ass. <laughs> then it cuts back to uh, Mr. Croker talking uh, talking to an England fan, because he like he, he has to put um, 
some sort of like interference device next to the uh, oh yeah next survey, to the cameras uh, all the CCTV cameras you had to block out their signal yeah and it, it goes ask it goes ask a lo uh, an Italian guy for directions or something, doesn't he? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. something, then he just wanders off and it just throws these things. Yeah, I can't remember what line he said when he like he said, uh, yeah, but I don't know. But then yeah, so then he goes and like disrupts and throws all these little um, transmitters or something Turn around the cameras. All, all these cameras. Yeah. yeah. Then it then it cuts back to the uh, Mr. Peach again. Who's now in the back of a police van with the woman? Yeah. Who uh, is uh, and she gets stuck in the door at the police yeah. station. He, he uh, pushes her in. And he just helps her again. Just licking his lips as well. He, he was in there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, after that, they start to burn everything. They get out of there, and the the, the convoy for all the gold starts moving off. Yeah, and then that gets into well, so then that's when like the beginning of the, the beginning of the high start. Yeah, yeah, and that's obviously when the England guy for goes around the throws of the cameras. So I mean, that's so then, pretty much leading up to the end of the original because it's a shorter film than the remake. Yeah. So then, what should what do you want to do now? Just, sort just catch up. We'll just switch back to uh, the to uh, remake. Remake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we left that off at when they was getting the group together. Yes, and they were going through all their uh, nicknames and everything. How they got them? Yeah, they were um, Americraft. That weren't they? Pretty much. Yes, that's uh, yeah. when it became the American job. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then uh, that's where they had to sort of find their in, how to like see if, like where his safe is in the house and everything and that. Um, oh yeah, that's get... that's that scene obviously where they are doing a stakeout at his house and that's when he turns on the TV. And you see yeah. Michael Caine, it, the film, the Italian job on the TV. Yeah, yeah. and that's when they all were... Uh, oh, yeah, because I guess that, well, rolling back to the very beginning of the remake quickly, when they, they're talking about what they're going to spend their money on, and um, Steve doesn't know. Everyone else is saying, like, Hanson Rob says, I'm going to buy Aston Martin. Yeah. Uh, Napster says that he's going to buy this sound system that blows the girl's clothes off. And um, Lefty says that he wants to buy a massive house in the south of Spain or something. And... Like what sound system could have Good memory. <laughs> think, like, but then that want? comes back back into the... Uh, so back up to where we are now. And then uh, so they also see that he, he bought the Aston Martin. He bought the big house that yeah. got uh, moved from another part of the country or right. a part of a country yeah. to there. I can't remember exactly where it was. And he bought the sound system as well. <laughs> he did. But then, uh, yeah. So, but then that, like, well, I guess it's sort of it'll catch up with a bit as further on in the film when they say to him as well. It's like, oh yeah, you didn't even know what to do with all your money. Oh, that's so right. you just co copied all us. Yeah. Our ideas. So yeah. See, so, yeah, that's when they um after that, that's when they uh, start stalking his property to try and find a way in, how to get to. Uh... And so then they come up with a um. Actually, no, oh, yeah. that, it's... Uh... Yeah, because yeah, they say, oh, um, what does he do all day? And yeah. they say, oh, he sits down and watches Big Ass TV. And they're like, the cable. The cable guy. So they yeah. take cable out, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one scene after that, uh, which is involved in the story, is the uh, the one where um, Steve takes his gold to this dealer. Yeah, that's quite big. Yeah, which turns out later in the film, he's related to the Mafia. <laughs> Basically, as you do, but you know, he would go there and he'd sell a few gold bars at the time, which again is a massive bit we missed out. 
which is how we um, how they found out where he was. Yes. Because um, what's the guy's name? Skinny Pete. I want to say Skinny Pete. That's actually coming up soon, very soon. Yeah, but that's how he was still acknowledged before, wasn't he? Because he was the one that told him these gold bars are getting sold. Oh yeah, go. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, they mentioned the gold bars, which led him to go out there. So that he only bought a couple at a time because he wasn't buying loads. Steve was getting annoyed. Um, which is when they then took out his cable. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. To give John's daughter a chance to pretend um, to be an emergency call-out cable person. Yeah, so she basically went there, scooped out the place, and um, he just kept hitting on her. Hey, I would. You would use one of your great chat lines. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. I may not be Fred Flintstone, but I'll still rock your bed. Hey. Oh, I still make your bedrock. Is it? Oh, I said it wrong. The whole thing, they live in bedrock. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, joke. <laughs> God. I've got Practice another one. Practice makes perfect. Oh, I've got another cool. one. Cool. How much do polar bears weigh? I don't know, Nick. How much? <laughs> Enough to break the ice. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> think these lines would work on them. Or you've also got the one about the alphabet. Have you had the one about the alphabet? <laughs> no, I haven't heard about the one about the alphabet. <laughs> Do you know there are 20 letters in the alphabet? No, there's not. 26. The 26? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the others are U, R, A, Q, T. But hold on. That only makes 25. Say oh. what? Still got <laughs> the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot a lot. <laughs> is it something about putting the D in you or something? I don't know. I can't remember. Is that yeah. in the D in you? I put the D in you. I forgot J. I forgot J. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Nick. I mean, this this could be a weekly thing where we talk about this. And your it has new, to be because I need to get better in this. I think yeah. it should be um, Nick's chat up line of the week. Yeah. Every week you've got a week to find a new chat up line. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep. I, I am up for the challenge. I'll, I'll try to remember them as well. I think that helps. And we, and we'll do, we could do a quick review on uh, Nick's uh, chat lines. We could discuss okay. it. So if out it was 10, better or worse than last week. <laughs> out of 10, how will my free chat up lines? Ooh. Rate them. Uh, well, okay. the first one didn't go too great because uh, <laughs> I it messed wrong. up completely. No. But <laughs> you can just so go for it. I was going to say, the only one I actually got right was the polar bear one. Because it's short yeah. and sweet. The other two, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, it's kind of wins by default, didn't it? If it, it? But did it make you laugh? It did make me chuckle. So I got a laugh out of it, which is a, a point in my book. Yeah, if it makes you feel better. It Woof. does, inside. But <laughs> <laughs> you're a comic genius, Nick. Okay, Fred Flintstone, zero or ten, or in between, what would it be? Uh, ten, uh, zero being I get a slap in the face, ten... <laughs> Can you slap yourself in your face with your cock? <laughs> For you, Michael, Nick, maybe. Nick's cock is massive. But that would be right. a 10, though, wouldn't it? That would be like, I'm in there. I can't lie, Nick. I'm a little bit confused here. <laughs> I feel like I'm keeping in character for the show, but you're telling me these chat lines that I've given you. And I'm really <laughs> Did you give him the Flintstone one as well? No, that was Kip. Kip. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Telling me you've got these lines I clearly gave to you at the beginning of this conversation. But you're going to cut this out and look cool. It's, it's fine. Yeah. But it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Michael, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, Paul, oh. don't rate them, Michael rate them. How, how would you rate my chat lines that I've just given you to say back to me badly? Kip's one. I think you just need to work on uh, your, the way you deliver it. You know, just say it. Just, um, yeah, go back to, you know, acting school. Okay, so this... this <laughs> the mirror. Long just repeat short, this week is a fail on my chat lines. A lion. Yeah. yeah. Things can only get better. Or worse. I think so. Well, yeah, I think, you know. Next week, I will come back stronger. Next week's yeah. going to be a good week. That's what we've got Google for. Just to improve things. Or learn. It's all about learning. Yep. Right. <laughs> now oh, that segment's next... out of the way. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Uh, oh, back to the films. Back to the films. Films. Movies. So you, uh, I mean. Bit of leg action from uh, Paul. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> line line itself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I'm just turn my fucking camera up anyway. So we got distracted by the the lady. Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, I did. Oh. You can blame me on that. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so if if you was actually in the film at that point and you used that chap line on her before she was leaving, I think she would definitely have went. Well, the so, polar bear one. Well, just any of those three. Well, the polar bear one you got right, so yeah, yeah that one. fair enough. <laughs> it's the one I'll use. Yeah, because then she could have been like, oh, bless him, go on then, take me out for dinner, yep. you rich bastard. Yeah. What happens next, so, guys? So then, um, yeah, because then she uses, well, she says yes, she ends up agreeing to it just because then that gives them a chance to get him out of the place so then they can plan how they're going to steal the gold. And she located the safe while she was in there, so I knew whereabouts it was. And the whole thing about her going in with, the, like, she had a camera attached to her, so they could also, um, what's it, like, Napster sort of mapped out the apartment and um, so they could, uh, what's it, map, map, yeah, just map out, map out the house so they know where to go. They have a layout and all that. That's it. It's basically, you'll know, yeah, how to get to the safe and all the different bits. And... <clears throat> yeah. Scoping out the place. And then that's when they uh, they also so then they go back. They sort of try to put a plan together of how to get in there, and that's where they've got the they get the minis together. Wrench comes in and he soups up the cars, makes it able to, and they also like put in like a weight to sort of um, act as the gold, and driving around with the virtual um, mapping of the house. And uh, yeah, so then that's like, but then. So it go then it gets onto the point where they go to um, yeah put like pull off the job that they just planned and then uh, what happens there they party next door isn't it oh and there's yeah, one bit there's one bit you guys oh sorry go on. skip past from um it's the bit with Steve again he goes back to uh, the Ukrainian dealer to try and get oh. more money um but he the dealer slips. About uh, Venice, he says something about Venice, about the gold. Yeah, because he remembers where the bars come from. Yeah, yeah. And Steve just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, kills him. Yeah, kills him. Just kills him because Dan then, isn't it? Then uh, his uh, was it, are they cousins? His mafia? Is it a cousins or brother or something? I thought it was cousins. Cousins. Yeah, yeah I think it's cousins as well. So he finds his dead body and he kind of starts to investigate about the gold. Yeah, because when uh, when does that um. What's it? What's that guy's name? Skinny, Skinny, Skinny Pete, Pete, is it? Or this happens right now after that scene. Oh, okay, yeah, sweet, yeah. sweet. All right. When, so, uh, um, is it left ear or right, right ear? Is it left ear or right ear? Left ear. Left ear. Kind of keep staring at these people. 
He's like, well, <laughs> just this massive man. Skinny Pete. So then, yeah, Skinny Pete, but he's absolutely humongous. And then he gives him what what he he gave him information about. He's the one that saw the gold bars originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all leads back to him, basically. Yeah, so he basically recognised the markings on the gold bars and told him back in America, oh, I think I've seen these gold bars, are like the one you mentioned, which is why they knew where the guy was originally. Yeah, that's how they found him, yeah? Yeah. Like, down to him. So Good yeah, bit. after that, they find out about the, the gold bars and stuff, and then it cuts to back to the Mafia people, yeah. who um, are in like a scrapyard, I think they own or something. It's kind of yeah, that's like, the, it's part of the business, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of the business. Then they find out about Skinny Pete, and they go to him, with an axe to try and get the information out of him. Which they do. Yeah. Then, yeah. this is, yeah, this is a bit. So after that, they use the girl to, well, not necessarily capture him, but, um, what's the word? Kind of almost like trick him. Yeah. Because they're having dinner, they're like a dinner date. Well, yeah, basically, because they were going to do the the um, the house, that's because right. the neighbours had a party, they are yeah. like, wait, we've got a dinner date to get to there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, uh, they need what they say... They said, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, so they said, okay, so by the time he gets out to the restaurant, realises he's stood up, we should have enough time to get in there, get out with the gold and bish, bash, bosh. But then they rock up and then see there's a party going on next door and they can't blow can't the blow gates the gate. up because yeah, yeah. it would just obviously make too much uh, too much of a scene. So yeah. then they have to abort the mission and then she runs off and goes to the date, gets there, and then she says the line, doesn't she? What's it? Uh Oh. What's the one that her dad used? Uh, something about the devil? Oh, we don't trust... Oh, I trust everyone, but just not the devil inside him or something. Yeah, that's that. And then he's like, oh, there's only one person that said that. And he's got and a dog. He... He's about to rage right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, how do you remember that? that, that that's the only thing that bit... I wouldn't say bad about the film, but the guy Steve... Edward Dalton. Yes. His character was a bit mismatch. Like, just some of the things he knew he shouldn't have known. Against like the daughter's age and I guess yeah because I guess it depends on how tight they were like how yeah I suppose well so. yeah so that never really gets explained like because yeah. you only see them do the one job together so yeah, it could have been a one-off or you know they could have been pulling jobs for years so you know that, I guess that doesn't really get explained it but... didn't need to be explained though no nah. just... I think I think it's just like from the closeness of Mark Wahlberg and the dad I forgot his name now John but John. Huh? John is John isn't it? Okay, John, yeah. So, um, from the closeness of them two, then I guess you could see that, um, yeah, they've been doing jobs for a while. But then I guess there was all like, other little bits where he says about, like, thanks to John, like, this job went really well, and, you know, it's down to his planning, and yada, yada, yada. So then after that, um, he, obviously, he grabs her hand, and then that's when the, the rest of the gang walk in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she tipped her bottle over to signal, didn't she? Yeah, that was the, yeah, that was a sign. And uh, the yeah, effort was quite good. I mean, it's just it did. It did what it needed to do. Yeah, and then they basically like he sat down, and had a word with him, and said, "I'll kill you here if it weren't for blah blah blah." And ended up just punching him. Punch. Not bad, punched. Moved on again. It's sort of like knocks him off his chair. Yeah, I mean, this is this is what you were saying. Like, I, I get it where it was it was dragged out. I mean, yeah, because it didn't need some of the scenes that it had. Or, you know, even some of the characters could have been cut. Because that conversation but, went on for quite a while. Like, it was a good yeah. few minutes. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We've uh, sort of touched upon that already. Yeah. So, um, the only thing, that, there's a quick question. Yeah. 
I wanted to ask everyone, did everyone notice? So, see, see in the original, so now it comes to using like, the use of the minis and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, did you notice, like, in the original, the formation of the minis was always red, white, and blue? Yeah. And then, uh, but then in the remake, it was, uh, like, different formations and everything, so... Yeah. Uh, I guess they had to split up, didn't they? That's the problem. Yeah. And, um, but then I thought that was, like, well... I guess like because the original was very British, so yeah, yeah. keeping it red, white, and blue throughout, and then yeah, it was just that little uh, little thing that I thought was quite interesting how kept the cars in a certain order and everything. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all I just wanted to add in there yeah, yeah. in case uh, in case anyone didn't notice that. So there you go. There's a little interesting fact. Look out for that. So yeah, so again, like um, Mike was saying, this is where both films around the same time. Where the heist actually begins, like the job actually begins. Yeah. So we switch back to the original, then finish that off because that finishes sooner than the remake. So just a quick so. summary of the midpoint. Any any comments? Both films. What do you think? Uh. I mean, yeah, the, the only point. Sorry, the only point I make is the the remake. Apart from like a few scenes being drugged out and it not become being the Italian job anymore. It's yeah. a pretty solid film so far. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think um, you know both films at this point. Also, you know, yeah, they they are sort of films, and like you've got you've got to that point now where you're just building up to the heist and that lot. And you know, through both films, it's actually been it's been a good build up. So, oh, good. anything that Paul? Got any things you want to say about the original, or the remake at this point? No, I basically just um, agree with your points. I think um, yeah, they're both good. Yeah, I think they're not great. They're not the best films, but. No, I think they're just both good films. I mean, they're just... They're, it works. It, it does. I mean, as, as standalone films, if you... Right, the way I view it is, if you only knew, like, one Italian job, yep. you, you'd be all right with both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if the second one was the only one that existed, you wouldn't, like, think, oh, it's a shit film. It's a no, good standalone yeah. film. And obviously the same as the first one. I so you'd be wondering why it's called the Italian job, though. It was yeah. just based the job that happened in it, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the basis of the film, Nick, for fuck's sake. But it was a really small bit of the film. Time England, wise. the first one, it wasn't like, shouldn't be called the English job slash Italian job, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not a fan, but you can't just pick holes for the sake of picking holes. I will. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we're all entitled to our opinions, but no. I, think it, I think it's something that we need to sort of move past now. <laughs> I will forever hold my p- It's just becoming a thing. <laughs> In a year's time, we'll still be talking about this. Should it be called the Intelligent Job? Should it not? And I think I think the funniest thing is that that like you know it's not a bad remake. <laughs> so it's I mean, not when like... you're just arguing about the name, not the actual film. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing about this is like, then like, did it need to be called the Intelligent Job? No. I mean, to be fair, I think the answer is always going to be no with that. Yeah. Yeah. It just it think, didn't need it at all. Yeah. Not unless they called it, like, the Italian, Italian Job 2003 or something. I don't know. You know, or... Something added on to it, basically. Yeah. yeah. To, yeah. to sh- show that... Job, or... Yeah. Not another Italian job. Not another Italian job. Yeah, that would have worked. That is... That is a good name. Yeah. Well, briefly Italian going on to American job. <laughs> a bit long, but it worked. <laughs> I'm going to just call it the job. The 50-50 job. <laughs> anyway. Is it 50-50? Is it no, though? it's like 20-80. <laughs> but I'm forever holding my piece. I don't think so. I've ever seen anything rattle you up so much, Nick. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
It's normally me that gets annoyed over real trivial things. I know. Just, it's just this one. It's like when I was watching it today, it's like, this isn't in Italy, this is in America. It's the one thing I felt for the whole film. The whole apart film, from yeah. the Apart from, <laughs> apart from the beginning. The twenty percent. You gave the structures of the whole film. I corrected it. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake and I corrected. The whole film was based around. The whole film, but not the whole film. Just the beginning. The twenty percent shouldn't have been called. If anything, it should have been called the twenty percent job. I mean, because twenty percent of it was in Italy. It's a big twenty percent, though, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, like you said, it set up the whole story for the whole film. There we go. I'll admit that. <laughs> this week, we can move on now. <laughs> we can move on. Okay. <laughs> but we can all agree, it shouldn't have been called the Italian job. <laughs> just, I love how... Just, just but, okay. <laughs> it's tremendous, it really is. I'm sorry. Just, just 20% of it should have called the Italian job. <laughs> oh, that's great. Brilliant. Uh, I don't think. Right. I could, I th yeah, I just. I just... Yeah. Do you know what we should do? We should just like finish off reviewing the, <laughs> the original. <laughs> the okay. of the original. Let me forget of... the remake for a second. Of the Italian job. Go back to original. Yeah. The... Right. <laughs> they're Set in. The heist. They're in. They're starting to drive up into town. The traffic lights start to go off. The traffic jams yeah. everywhere. Yeah, because a guy goes round, throws all his uh, little um, transmitters, trans off. transmitters that messes up all the, the the monitors in the traffic center, and yeah, then right. then kicks in the reel that they put into place to um, make everything work to their advantage, yeah. like make all the traffic work to their advantage. And yeah, so then they're going through town. They've got a few people set up in various spaces, and yeah, so. So yeah, yeah. Uh, they're in the Land Rover. They've kind of got like there you go. Right shield. Uh, no, sorry, right helmets on because they're getting ready yeah. to beat some people up, basically. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they've got the uh, like two really big kind of. Oh, yeah, because they've got all uh, like Fiat five hundreds on them or something, isn't it? Yeah, they've got like, they're, they're like two big car lorries. Uh, yeah, car transport lorries. They've got they're, Fiat on the side. Yeah, because they're ready in place to block off uh, to get the. The was it the thingy the gold the truck that's carrying all the gold yeah the uh, the uh, the armored car I suppose it is because it's yeah because the armored car was gold as well wasn't it oh yeah, yeah paint yeah. paint gold so it's a bit like you know oh yeah but then I guess also they have like quite a heavy uh, they have like um not it's not a tank convoy. it's an armored car but it's it's, it's, it's not a gun it's a big water cannon oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, there it's you go. uh it's what they use in riots yep yep there you go. And then, alright, so they're in so, the yeah, convoy. So they block off the convoy. They've got the, uh, cut it off from the rest. They all jump out. They throw smoke everywhere. They yep. start beating people up. They, um, they shoot Take like paint on the windscreen so the people can't see. Yep. They hit people. They tie up, tie the truck up to, um, although they did actually, I just remembered. Did they blow up the water tank? Water? Uh, well, that starts getting, that starts hitting a few of them, yeah. spraying up a few people, and then, um, I think they're first something inside and it blows up or something. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, if it chucks in a grenade or something, wasn't yeah. it? Or something like that. And then uh, hooks up the armored vehicle that's carrying all the gold. To the Land, to the Land Rover. Rover. Yeah. They drive it into, was it in the, into like a church? Was it was it? like a, almost like a town hall kind of church place. Yeah. yeah. So then they run in there with that. They start taking out the gold. 
They and blow the bloody doors off. Blow the bloody doors off. Yeah. And drive up yeah, with all the, the minis. Sorry? They drive up with all the minis behind it and start transferring the gold. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, oh, yeah. But they shut the doors. They, like, barricade it. Yeah. And while they're transfer, like, transferring all the gold, then they use one of the, the trucks that yeah, had the, the car police, on. Yeah, the police to, starts. To try to ram down the doors. So that's all going on. And then. Was it like four of them, four so, of them stand there, yeah, ready? So uh, hold the line, kind of. Don't let anyone yeah. pass. But just before they break through, they get all the gold and everyone scrambles in the cars. Yep. The rest of them get in. It was like a, a, a like a VW camper van type yeah. thing with full England flags on yeah, it. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, an England football supporters vehicle. So mini, was, mini, bu- mini bus, bus type yeah. thing, yeah. So while the rest of them get away, they have a chase scene through... Italy. Italy. So through some shops... Uh, they go underground, yeah. not not like train underground. It's just kind of like an underground bit. They've got yeah. like a few police following them. Then they they see this like massive building getting built and they drive up it. Yep. Then the police car follows them up it and they disappear. <laughs> the police get out of the car and suddenly they just appear again. Yeah. And then they drive off. Drive and off. the police then, car just is knackered, yeah. basically. So they then, don't follow them. Then they drive into like a car showroom with a bunch of minis and they hide in there. They park next to all the minis as the yep. police cars go past. Uh, then, then they go on the rooftops. They drive on the rooftops. It's almost like a racing track for the rooftop. It's really strange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they do the, the jump, didn't they? Jump, jump to the roof. Uh, then they go kind of along the river. Yeah. And the police car gets stuck in the road. Then they do one of the famous scenes of when they go down into the uh, like the water waste tunnel. Systems, yeah. System, which is a scene they uh, recreated in remake. It's kind yep. of another nod. It's like one of the biggest scenes. That's correct. This is where kind of there's news filters back to England. So I don't know how. But oh yeah, they've done it. <laughs> the bridge, right? And they just uh, all start cheering him, his name, and he walks down the uh, stairs like really proud. Yeah, everyone's cheering. Yeah, all the inmates are cheering. It's like they've done it. They've done it. Yep. And um, then, it, then, yeah, then it cuts back to the cars going to the back of the uh, bus. Yep. Them getting kind of unloading all the gold into the uh, bus. Yep. Then this is kind of the end of the film now. This is when they're going up the big mountain. They're pushing the minis off the mountain. Yeah, they're all sort of celebrating. Yeah. Chucking the minis out. And then the guy driving the the bus gets a bit excited. Well, no, it stops first, and he picks up all the uh, the football. Oh, okay. The the guys in the football. He picks them all up, yep. and they go off, and that's when everyone's cheering, they're excited, he goes a bit too fast, loses control of the vehicle, and that's the famous scene of the bus hanging off the end. Yeah, and... Got Michael Caine's character, the croaker, he's like, everyone get back, steady, steady, and gets on the floor, starts crawling, and the gold is moving gold. further away, further away, and the uh, film just cuts. Yeah, so then you just like, left on a little cliffhanger. Which they're actually hanging off the edge of a cliff. Hey. And, uh, yeah, hey. and then... Um... Pun intended, that is the end of the original. Uh, a little bit of information about the original. Uh, they... It apparently did like four or five different endings, but they didn't like any of them. So they just left it on a cliffhanger. Okay, With them enough. intended they to be uh, doing a sequel, which they never did, as I mentioned earlier, I think. Uh, I think it's a good ending. Yeah, I, I like the ending. If it wasn't like a happy ending, it wasn't a bad ending, it was like... Ooh, this is interesting. And I thought it was really, I thought it was really clever in there. Yeah. I do. It's yeah, it's something a bit different, I guess. But it, it's funny. It's kind of like the film. Like everyone's heard of the Italian job. Like there's been people have made documentaries about the ending of that film about 
how they could have got off that edge and there's been like scientific studies of how they could have got off of what he would have done uh, there you go yes. so it meant a lot to a lot of people it so does. that's brilliant <laughs> no but um yeah yeah so then it, you know then that, that's the film so yeah i mean going back to the uh back to the remake the remake the remake basically got rumbled eventually got to his house didn't they they, um... Yeah, so there was laying in wait. Three uh, armored trucks put up. Well, they found out about he rented a hel- well, he hired a helicopter, and then they're waiting outside the house. Three armored trucks pull up, go into the house. Oh, well, one one comes up first, and they're like, they think it's a massive deal that, you know, okay, it's got like a a motorbike pursuing it, like, um, following it, and then two more show up, so they're like, oh shit, what's going to happen here? Uh, what's it? Like the trucks leave, uh, they speak to Napster and saying, What's the first camera that they come up to? And then that's when Mark Wahlberg was like, All right, I've got an idea how to find out what one's got the gold in it. And says, Oh, which one's riding low? And then yep. they see see that the uh, car 128, was it? 128, oh, yeah. Yeah, 128 has got the gold in it because it's like slight, well, it's lower than the rest of them. So the weight obviously pushing it down. And then, um, yeah, so then that's, they follow that one. And I think uh, Steve at the time as well thinks that his plan is like, beautiful and they are not going to be able to foil it. Then that's where um, Napster, was it Napster? Napster, yeah. yeah wasn't it? He uses the uh, traffic uh, lights to guide... Guide the, uh, car 128 to... In position. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, actually thinking about it as well, I guess we... Missed out a little scene earlier. You know, when they're in preparation for this second heist, uh, when they're underneath planting the explosives. Yeah. And then a little, uh, what's it, left ear and um, Mark Wahlberg have a little moment. Uh, it's just like, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? He says, oh, I'm just going to take a moment right now. I guess because of the, the size of this detonator touch, the, the copper size touch, whatever, when we're both dead. But... I like that. I thought it was good. So I'll just take your time. It's fine. Huh? Oh yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it's just like he realised uh, that you know he was he... so long doing it, and he's like, "I'll just take as much time as you need." And they just kind of just sat there hanging. They they said, "I love you." He's like, "I love you too, man." That's nice. Yeah. So then, yeah, then going back to what's happening, so redirecting the traffic, so the uh, the armored vehicle uh, gets to the point where they blow the ground out from underneath them. Yep, so they're basically like in the subway, aren't they? Yes, in the subway. And they've got their, like, kind of almost like they did with the uh, the beginning when they was in Venice. Like, not necessarily painting the uh, like the ceiling, but it dropping down to them. Yeah, so the vehicle it, dropping it, down it, to them. it blows a hole in the ground yeah. uh, where the safe dropped through two levels into the water. This time, the armored vehicle drops down into the underground or subway and that's where they steal the gold. Then they've got well, a wrench to cover up with his big Pepsi sign. Yeah. And they block, the the minute after driving the subway and get in front of the tr- the train before it stops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then, yeah, because cool. uh, Napster stopped the train there as yeah. well, how he's been controlling all the uh, traffic and everything and, um, yeah, that's so then... They, yeah, that's when they open the, uh, the armored car. And then she realises that um, it's a different safe. Yep. Yeah, it's got a glass um, screen behind it or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's 
do with the uh, the pressure. Yeah. If the pressure changes, then the yeah, it locks forever effectively. Yeah, because that that I don't know. I guess this scene now it comes into a bit like where it's just like I don't know. Then it's just like oh, I'm gonna have to do it by touch, and then like because her dad done it was a bit cheesy, by, I think. Yeah, by touch. So I guess it, yeah. Overall, I like the film, but the ending did start to annoy me. It, it did. Became yeah. a, so the the safe thing was like thing. The helicopter bit was just over the top. Again, they is they dragged out as another thing they didn't need to drag out. Yeah, I mean that one for ages, the helicopter chase bit. Oh god, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so eventually she opens the safe by touch, isn't it? She was like, yeah. "I'm gonna give up," and he's like, "Don't, you can do it." <laughs> yeah. And so was... about a, a, ten seconds later, she did it. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Quick, get the slides," and they got a little slide involved for no reason. <laughs> they just. <laughs> I think it seemed a good idea, but I don't think it saved much no, time. No, it didn't. No. Gold bars down. Had the little cases in the minis where they were all going, yeah. and um, they drove off. They uh, went underground. Yeah, and I don't know how, but somehow the bikers managed to find them underground. Well, because uh, well, because they said um, go to the next stop. Yeah, well, um, Steve said go to the next stop, yeah. and uh, I guess that's just driving down. Because well, I guess like the. Tracks must be pretty straightforward, but then they drive down and find. But they did kind of go like an offbeaten track, kind of down the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So that's a, I guess another little thing where it's just like, oh, how how should we do this? Oh, fuck it. They eventually find them. The, so, I mean, this is. I think the only reason that, that is because this is where they reused that famous scene in the original time jump. But down. Yeah, the, that like the tube tunnel, the tube well, tunnel. or like yeah, the waterway system in the original, and then yeah. Well, it's a, yeah, it's the same one, isn't it? Because then they jump out and then they get to yeah. the whole. Uh, it's a golf course, isn't it, or something? Uh, no, I don't no, think no, it, is, it, it is the water, isn't it? Yeah, it is the water because they he knocks the bike off with his door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then, um, yes, yeah, so and there's a chase. There's a um, chase scene which goes on for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, yeah, because then that's where they get split up the cars, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so Mark Wahlberg in his blue mini, he's driving around, and but then uh, Steve chases after him with his helicopter, and. Uh, Another thing yeah. to quickly point out, when he knocks the helicopter into his car and the, the helicopter stops, he yeah. gets the, uh, he hijacks the other car so he can follow Kroger. Yeah. But the Kroger's been driving for like two or three minutes and he still manages to catch up to it. Even yeah, though exactly. he probably could have gone literally anywhere down the highway. And Kroger's street. got like a, you know, a souped up mini. Yeah, fair enough. He's got a bit of gold in there, but... Then the other dude, like, well, uh, Steve uh, hijacks, like, this massive 4x4 from, I don't know what sort of year it would have been made, but it's quite an old kind car, like so for him, to ca- <laughs> yeah, for him to yeah. catch up, yeah, it's a bit like, alright. It's like, he, he had a good two to three minutes head start. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's just... But... Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, so then he gets to the point, and then they, uh, well, uh, the other two get cars get to the train first, yep. they pull in, and then Croker eventually catches up with them too as well parks up the, the minis in the uh train uh wrench shuts the door but this is where steven's like caught up with them and starts sort of sneaking in to see what they're doing sees them walk off sees wrench close the door offers him a bribe to, yeah like, he doesn't in. at this point he doesn't realize that wrench is part of the squad he yeah. thinks he just works on the train hence why yeah, he exactly. offered him like five grand and then he takes half he goes i'll give you half now half later and then opens the door goes to walk uh, steve goes to walk in and then uh croker's standing there waiting and he 
Yeah. But then he points a gun at him. It's like, so yeah. surprise, motherfucker. Then this is where <laughs> the mafia come in. With them submachine guns come up behind him, take the gun. Yep. This is where the and rest of the crew comes out. They all stare at him. He's tried to basically save his life. Save yeah. everything to try and get out of it. It's like, I'll give you half the gold. Well, I don't have the gold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was like, I'll give you a deal, and he goes, I've already got a good deal or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, because oh, yeah. Croker gives oh, him like, a case of uh, gold, doesn't he? Yeah. It gives him something, that's for sure. And How then, much? Uh, like 27 million or something? Yeah, 26. 27 million was left. That's perfect. So what, he spent 8 million in total on like the yeah. house and all that? It's not bad, is it? Uh, plus they probably own the house. Yeah, I mean, they still have the house. And that sort of runs into the outro after that, though, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, I mean, she hits him in the face, doesn't she? She kind of gets her revenge. Oh, yeah, she gives him a nice little punch. Yeah, and I mean... Then, all this is where it started to go just to, I don't want to say American, but yeah, just it was sort very of... Hollywood, I would say. Yeah. It's very, very Now she had to get a punch in there and, you know, she couldn't just kill him. It still had to be alluded to killing him despite everything. And then they kind of have their champagne in the train. Yeah. <laughs> then it kind of slow pan out and that's the end of the film. Yeah, there's well, some after scenes, isn't there, in the credits? Yeah, it goes on to, like, uh, handsome Rob gets his... Aston Martin drives off, gets yeah. stopped by a police lady. She walks up and he's like, hey, 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 hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> he gets, he most probably gets away with a fine or something. Left, um, he gets like a whole like house just full of shoes and someone's on the cart. Yeah. And um, yeah, because it's quite funny because then you get uh, Napster as well, has his house, has a sound system. And uh, yeah, Kelly Brook makes a little That's... appearance there, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. I thought that she made a little cameo there. Yeah, and wasn't she? Uh, wasn't she with Jason Statham for a while as well? She was, yeah. Oh, I assumed it must have been at this time they were together. Yeah. Yes. That's right. He, he points her at like, I'm just watching it again because I completely forgot about it. But he points her at like the sound system, like turns her around. Yeah. Turns yeah. it on. Blows her clothes <laughs> off. Yeah. And then old uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, yeah, what's her name? Cable Girl. Cable Girl. Cable Girl. Yep. Then they're like, um, oh. Uh, what does he say? He says like quite a cheesy little line at the end. Oh, yeah. uh, like something about finding someone to be really happy with or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I found that person, and it's just like a shot of them two in. In Venice. Are they in Italy again? Italy. Yeah, Venice. Okay. Yeah. Paul, twenty-one percent of the film is in Italy. Oh, <laughs> ends off in Italy as well. The start, starts in Italy and ends in Italy, but you know, just saying. <laughs> That's both films. Thoughts. Now we've focused. Uh, yeah, I think we've like sort of like come, all come to agreement so far that yeah, it, you know, might not have been called the Italian job, but they're both like good standalone films. And I think you know, for for me, you know, I think that's it. That's all you have to say, really. Both watchable films, both decent films. Yeah, they they're different in their own ways. I mean, both different stories. I, I, it's one of them. I'd, I'd call it lazy Hollywood purely on the fact that it didn't have to have the same name. Yeah, but. A real really good film really enjoyed it yeah but i think the only thing is like because um if it wasn't called the same film then they would have to take out like the scene with the well they could have took the scene out with the minis they could just replace them with other cars maybe smart cars or something um the smart you know, job that's what they could have yeah. it. <laughs> a smart job yeah smart. you know it, you know then they wouldn't have to have in certain parts okay. so it's a bit like it relates to the film but or it, it just had to be like a um, Italian job, you know. It was almost like the marketing team thought of an idea and just rolled with it. It was like, 
Yeah. We've got an idea for a film. How do we but. make money out of this? We relate it to the Italian job. That's how we do it. Yeah. But in the same level, you know, it's quite... I thought it was quite respectful that they didn't oh, try good, to yeah. make the original. Because yeah. like I said, we've seen others where they just do the same fucking film twice. Or or try to... It's like they do it in a really bad way where they try to force parts from the original film into the remake and it just doesn't work. But again, this in one, this one, really subtle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed quite happy being a standalone film, but just with the same title. I thought that was pretty good. So, I mean, that's pretty much our opinions on the Italian job is... Yeah. yeah, both films. I think, I think basically just watch both. Yeah, just watch both. Yep. Yeah, give it a go. So one, you're watching both, neither of them are bad, so there's no harm. I think they're wow. pretty, yeah. We can recommend both films for once. So yeah, I think it's a good job, job done. Yeah. I think, you know. Whee. Go watch them now. Yeah. Go watch them now, now, now. <laughs> So that's it for another week of Lazy Hollywood. Thank you for listening from all of us next week. I believe we're going to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Indeed. I love that film a lot. So it is a classic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that one. It's one of my favourite horror films, if not my favourite horror film. Ooh. Uh, I think it'd be a good listen, that one. And, and uh, also, you guys need to listen next week jam. because you need to listen for my upcoming chat-up line. It's going to be a, an improvement. There you go. <laughs> you're going to yeah, you're gonna blow our minds next week. I will. I, I, yes, mine will be it's, it's, The pressure... <laughs> Like a remake, the pressure is on. Oh, yeah, will it be better than the original? That's the Ooh. question, Nick. Yes, it'll have to be. I suppose it's a goodbye from me then. And a goodbye from me too. Yeah, see you later.